0: You're listening to Winged Wisdom. Thank you to the following sponsors Siren Shotguns, the world's finest line of shotguns and accessories created for the lady competitor, huntress, and shotgun enthusiast. Animal Connections, keep their tails wagging with healthy pet food. Voted coolest pet store in America and located at 933. Second Street Southeast in Charlottesville, Virginia. Woods and Waters Magazine, a monthly magazine that covers fishing, hunting, boating, outdoor gear, kayaking, shooting, bird dogs, and so much more. Central Virginia Sporting Clays, located in Palmyra, Virginia, and offering a 14 station walk around wobble and five stand. Old Forge Sporting Clays, located in Providence Forge, Virginia, and offering 16-station walk-around, wobble, and five-stand. Both clay courses are open year-round and available for your next fundraiser or great event. This is Winged Wisdom. Hi everyone, my name is Kate Onstrom and I'm your host of Winged Wisdom a podcast that highlights exciting and engaging interviews for anyone and everyone that loves sporting clays and wing shooting. In today's episode, Riley and I are sitting down with Samantha McIntyre, a rising junior at King William High School here in Virginia. Sam loves playing basketball, getting outdoors, especially getting the chance to go and hunt with her father and her grandfather. But there's a little something more to Sam. She's been competitively competing on the SCTP team, the Carolina Clays, and holds two SCTP national titles, one in handicap trap, the other one in doubles trap. She's also the 2022 Virginia State High Overall Trap Shooting Champion. She was named to the 2022 SCTP NSSA All-American Team as well as being named to the SSSF All-Scholastic team for the second year in a row. Previously, she was a 2021 Virginia State Handicap Trap Champion and a 2022 Virginia ATA Ames Sub-Junior All-State Team Captain and a member of the 2021 Virginia ATA Sub-Junior All-State Team. Talk about a mouthful of letters forwards and backwards, and Sam has the room full of trophies, medals, ribbons, buckles, platters, to prove exactly what a hotshot she is. So definitely tune in today as we sit down with Sam and see exactly what it takes to compete at that level. If you enjoy what you hear, please make sure and follow us on our social media under Virginia Shooting Sports. Today's two-minute tip. So lately I've been writing quite a few columns and articles for various magazines, and it seems like they all have me centering around ammo. Well, given the fact that ammo well, maybe it's not as hard as it was a year or two ago to find. It still is nowhere near where it was three years ago, where you could just walk in and take for granted that you could have any kind of load you wanted and any gauge you wanted. So those articles are pretty much revolving around the fact that when you're practicing, you want to remove as many variables as possible. So, don't go out and grab that ounce and an eighth, 1350 feet per second, three dram shell. Ugh, it makes me hurt just saying the words. Do yourself a favor, just for fun, if you can find it and you're shooting 12 gauge, grab a number eight and a seven eighths ounce, 1160 feet per second. As I'm telling you, if you can hit clays just as hard with that seven 8 ounce, which by the way, that's an Olympic load, you can't shoot more than that. You are going to have no problem crushing clays or going after feathered birds when the time comes. Also, shooting a round of 100, you are far less likely to develop a flinch or a soft spot that's going to be, become problematic later on. So even though shells are difficult to find, take your time, pick better shells. Everyone knows I hate Rio. I can't stand them. They give me a headache on the second trigger pull. I also don't like a state gun club. Mm, you're kind of on the fence, but I'll shoot you if I have to go for BNP Fioki, which by the way, Piyoki owns BNP, so six in one, half dozen in the other. But basically look for better shells. Your gun will thank you. And as always, no matter what you pick, be sure to pattern it through your gun. And that's today's two-minute tip. All right, guys. So thank you for joining us. We have got another fantastic episode of Winged Wisdom for you today. But first, as always, Riley, what you been
1: up to? This past weekend, I was actually down at Virginia Tech, which is really fun. We celebrated the 100th anniversary of Virginia All Stars through 4H, and All Stars is kind of like the the Boy Scout equivalent of an Eagle Scout, so it's the highest honor in 4H that you can get. And so I was there with around 100 other people just celebrating the centennial, and that was really fun.
0: Oh, that is awesome! Now. I remember before you headed out to that, you were headed there for a very, very special reason. What was that?
1: Just down there probably about a month ago to tap other all-stars. So it's kind of like the induction ceremony. Huh. And my little sister, Lauren, got Yay! tapped. And my coach and essentially grandfather, Miles Barrick, also got tapped. So I got to tap both of them, which is really fun. So that was the See? first tapping ceremony we okay. did. Okay. And then this weekend, there also was another one, but I wasn't helping as much with that. Instead, I was um, at a local nursing home celebrating a birthday party of the All-Stars with the people there. And I did a couple other things. I spoke about a scholarship that I had won, so it was a good weekend overall.
0: That's amazing. 4-H has really made such a huge difference in your life. I mean, it's still, even in college, rising junior, it's still a huge part of everything that you do. Yes. Which is awesome. Well, I would like to say that I had an equally as fantastic weekend. It was fantastic. Let me back up. Um, Saturday, sweated to death in my garden since, you know, I was gone for a week at the beach. Yes. Um, It's not nice to ask the farm sitter, hey, take care of the two idiot dogs we've got running crazy. The horses, the goats, the five bazillion birds that Mike has to have between the chucker and the quail and the chickens. Um, But yeah, do you, you know, spare time, can you weed my garden? So I was not about to ask for Shelby to do that. So I went ahead and took care of trying not to die of heat stroke, weeded my garden, had a fantastic ladies practice. We did ladies practice um, this past weekend. And we had, yeah, I'm always impressed. We always have a bunch of new girls join in had some some of my oldies with goodies my absolute favorites the the double d's donna and doris and then rita was able to come out too oh yeah
2: that's amazing yep
0: yep so we had a great group and then um this morning mike and i were in the blistering heat working on tree stands because hiding oh, in virginia that's when we do that when you can you know drop dead of heat stroke is when you work on tree stands.
1: The 105 heat this past weekend was just not for me. Oh, it was insane.
0: I told the girls they were such troopers, but you know, Old Forge did such a great job taking care of us. That's
1: amazing. They,
0: they really, I mean, Josh brought out watermelon. He brought out tents and a giant fan. He did such a, such a great job for the, for us. I love shooting down there and perfect. Yep. And actually, shooting down at Old Forge. I was going to say, who do we have today? I know she frequents Old Forge.
1: In today's episode, we have Sam McIntyre. Sam is a rising junior at King William High School who has been in the shooting sports community since she could walk. I know her as a part of her local Forge shooting club, an SCTP team member, and a Virginia's ATA AIM team member as well. She's fallen in love with the sport of shotgun, and by working closely with her coaches, Tom Fimarello, Jeff Allen, and Margaret Johnson, she holds two SCTP national titles to her name with many other state accomplishments to follow.
0: Wow. And you're only 16, Sam. That is amazing. Welcome to the Wing of Wisdom. Thank you. So this is, this is doubly phenomenal for me because um i met you it's been almost two years now i think about two years ago you and your mom came out with maggie and her mom i think was that how we met? i, I want to say it was i want to say it was even longer than that
2: because this is my third year with carolina clay so i want to say it was four years ago oh, as God. much as it like, blows my mind to say that i, I want to say it was four you were years. 12 i think so something close to that <laughs>
0: that is absolutely awesome so um we are just so happy to have you on the show today because in just that very short span of time um you know you came out and had a I think I think it was a ladies practice that you and the girls came out to
1: and then kind of
0: another one here and there and then came out to a demo day and then did some lessons um and I as much as I wanted to keep you I knew that there was just, you were well beyond my capacity. I, I wanted to selfishly keep you for my own, but I needed to send you to Jeff and to Tom where you could flourish on an SETP and, um, you know, get, get into that collegiate level shooting. So I have just absolutely enjoyed watching your progress and your, I mean, victories left and right. How big, how big is the room now that you keep all of your stuff in the metals, the platters, the buckles? Oh my goodness. The, the my, room,
2: my, my room is full. I mean, I have a small enough room as it is, but I have like a shelf and my bookcases are full. The shelf's full. I've got a metal rack that's slowly filling up. I just,
0: I need more space, honestly. Wow. That is absolutely awesome. Well, tell everybody listening, Sam, why shotgun and and how did you get started? So it all started when I was, like I said, about, I don't know, four or
2: five, even longer than that, actually, it's probably, you're talking you can about walk say, and dad said, yeah. oh,
0: ready, Sam's ready for a gun. She can walk.
2: Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> exactly what it was. I, I had been hunting with my, my dad and my grandfather for forever, like as long as I can remember. And it kind of started out with, I, I wasn't able to hit the broad side of a barn, basically. Any mm-hmm. kind of duck, dove, it would have to be on the water, on the ground, something easy for me to hit. And my mom saw that 4-H, like we had a 4-H team that was coming to our county, and we kind of saw it as a way to to practice to get better for hunting situations and to be able to actually, you know, hit things and not just watch them fly away. So <laughs> from there, it just kind of like I I started 4-H. I remember I was absolutely dreading going to the first practice. Like I were you really the idea? Yes, I I was such a shy and like not open to trying new things when I was younger. But I remember sitting in the car and going, Oh my God, this is going to be horrible. I'm going to hate it. But within like the first hour of me getting there and seeing all these wonderful people who had like was nothing but kind to me, I was like, this is this is a really cool place. Plus I saw Maggie there, my my friend. Yeah. We played basketball and hung out a little bit together. But I really think through 4 H and shooting like we've become the best of friends because of that. But
0: yeah, you guys are, are really Two peas in a pod. You don't get one without the other.
2: That's exactly right. That's That's exactly right. But I remember I first started out, and I really like because our club we did three things: we did archery, we did 22 rifle, and then we did shotgun. So like you know, it started out sporting plays eventually evolved skeet and trap. But I remember I was I was really dead set on becoming a good archery shooter. I remember I was I went down that was like Norfolk, I think, and I remember I went to Wilcox Bait and Tackle with my dad. We set up my bow got it all straight for me. I got this really cool quiver feeling like Katniss Everdeen. And (laughs) I just, I wasn't that good of an archery shot. And I mean, it got to the point where it was, it was a hassle and it was an argument for me to go out and practice and shoot my bow. But after a while, the the love for it just kind of faded. So in the very beginning, shotgun shooting, I was was horrible. Like I, again, could not hit the broad side of a barn. If the clay was sitting on the ground in front of me, Chances are, I'd miss it. It was that. I remember walking off of the shotgun range with the coaches almost on the verge of tears because I hated it. The gun kick, I would miss things. It was, it was just horrible. I didn't like it. So, you know, slowly I evolved into rifle shooting thinking, okay, I'm, I'm okay at this. I could, I could take this somewhere maybe if I put in the effort, but then I remember it was either my dad or Maggie's mom that saw you had a lady's practice. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was she was like, Hey, there's a ladies only practice by that's being hosted by Kate Anstrom at Central Virginia sporting clays. Why don't we take y'all there? I mean, it couldn't hurt. It's fun. It's late ladies. It's no judgment. It's, it should be a good time. Yeah. So we're like, Oh yeah, let's go. And it just, it escalated. I mean, it just went up from there. Like I remember Yay. breaking the first bird and being like, Oh my goodness, this is, this is something I can do. Like I, I actually did that. Maybe I, I could get better with this. And the addiction just kind of went
0: from there. Honestly, that's awesome. That is, I mean, there you go. That just speaks volumes. Like I was saying earlier at the opening of the show with Riley, 4H. Um, I wish more kids would put the gravity into the programs offered through 4H that y'all have been able to witness firsthand. I think a lot of yeah. kids kind of look at it like, ah, oh, 4H, okay, whatever, and they kind of just pass it by, but it's, I mean, Riley, you're, you're what, 20 now? Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, you were in 4-H at nine years old. Yep. I mean, Miles. here we are more than a decade later and you have, you're, you've got friends for life. I mean, oh, Miles yes. is your granddad basically. Yep.
1: And it's cool yeah. because Sam and I have a lot of common ground. Her coach over at King William used to be the Powhatan coach, Frankie Barron. Mm-hmm now he owns a wedding venue by Sam and that's where they practice. So Frankie was the one that got me into archery and now has gotten Sam into shotgun and Sam and I were state ambassadors for 4-H shooting sports as well together. So too cool. I I was even there for the, the ladies practice that Sam and Maggie went to during my internship with you. So Sam I and I. I think you're right. Yeah. Yes. I remember that.
0: That is absolutely awesome. Well, so Sam, you, in that short time like I said you've you have just I mean exploded on the scene you are how, how much are you shooting now I know your your dad I saw you guys um, when Tom came down the last time I think or something and your dad was talking to me about shells because that's literally the conversation anybody that shoots shotgun has almost immediately with anybody else that shoots shotgun like hey shells where do you get them how much are they <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you know he was he was talking about, um, you know, really need to find some more shows. Sam and I are shooting like a flat a weekend. I mean, I mean is that
2: we we basically shoot whenever we get the chance. I mean, what was it yesterday? we went out to conservation park and, and shot some five stand and like, it was like 103 degrees, but I, I, I was jokingly, I was like, I went from being dedicated to just dead. Like it was, it was hot.
0: <laughs> I like that. That's how I felt Sunday after <laughs> ladies practice.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yep. But I mean, we shoot whenever we get the chance. If there's like a little competition trap shoots, skeet shoot something local and we're not doing anything. We'll be like, Hey, y'all want to go? Sure. You know, throw this stuff in the car. Let's go um, you know, we've got our big scheduled shoots, but like I said, we shoot, we practice whenever we get the chance.
0: That's awesome. And I I know that when it comes to, um, the, the competition team that you're on Carolina clays, um, -hmm. for anybody listening, they have a, a great social media presence, check them out on Facebook and Insta. Um, Jeff Allen, one of, one of my mentors, he actually was on the certification team that certified me. Um, and is head coach of the Carolina Clays. He is a good old Southern boy through and through. (laughs) Yes, indeed. (laughs) Fellow, fellow Paragon instructor, and probably one of just, I love his technique. I love the way he comes across. He's so sincere. Um, And he, he whips it in with a little bit of dry humor, which Mm -hmm. I just absolutely love. But um, you know, we had a, a very serious conversation, your, your parents and I, and I, I can't remember if you were kind of in the area when I had the conversation with them, but I told them um, you needed to, to be on a team. You needed to, to graduate quickly from me and go to someone on that level of coaching that was able to take you to Ohio, take you, you know, to the US Open, if you wanna go to the US Open, push you and and take you to the Olympics basically is where I see you headed. Um, And I told him, I said, but the number one rule is if Sam just looks at you one day and says, mom, dad, um, I'm good. I don't wanna, I don't really wanna do this anymore. You have to promise me, you will not demand her to continue. And your mom and dad are just salt of the earth people. And they looked at me and before I could even get the statement out of my mouth, they knew what I was going to say. And they're like, "Nope, not a problem. She, she does this until she doesn't want to do it, but we'll always be able to get in the duck blind together. Cause I know she'll always love that. And even if that comes to an, an end or a pause, no big deal. I'll cry. But, you know, we want to make, we want to make Sam P happy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. My parents are the absolute best. I mean,
2: I have the best support system. I mean, it's just, I remember my dad saying like, from me being as small as I can remember, like you can do anything you put your mind to. I mean, they're the most supportive people out there. Anything that I want to do. Like I tried softball. I've, I mean, i still play basketball, but I remember trying so many different things and they were yeah. They were just, they were there for me, no matter what they're like, you want to try this. Okay. Let's go. Let's, let's try it.
0: But they're, like I said, they're the absolute best. That's awesome. Well, tell everybody listening, um, about, I mean, I, I know about the Carolina clays, um, because of Jeff and I, I knew that was going to be just the absolute best fit for you, um, to, to start to build your future career in shooting, Tell everybody a little bit about Carolina Clays, SCTP, ATA, AIM, all that good stuff.
2: Okay, so SCTP is an organization for youth shooters to basically shoot together. I mean, it stands for the Scholastic Clay Target Program. So there are hundreds of teams across the nation. And it's, like I said, for youth, they, they push teamwork and um, good sportsmanship and responsibility. Carolina Clays is like, I I just love my teammates. I love my coaches. All of them down there are the absolute best. So we go to all kinds of shoots. Like I'm always texting my teammates and like, hey, you know, we got to shoot up here. You want to come up here and shoot? Or
0: we go down there and say, hey, you know, we're always coordinating to go to places together. Like at the beginning of your season, does Jeff put out a sheet, Jeff and Margaret get together and say, okay, so the Carolina Clays are officially going to travel to and shoot these, eight, nine, 10, 27 shoots, whatever it is. Yeah, um, they did. They, they send
2: out,
0: they send, they send out a list
2: normally of, you know, the big shoots, the mandatory shoots. So like the SCTP North Carolina State Trap Championship, that's one. Um, then the American Trap Shooting North Carolina State shoot, that's another one. But yeah, we 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 plan to go to a lot of places together. Like I said, Ohio is like the best place um, we always have the That's best pretty time. Overwhelming. It is, it can be Ohio is incredible. I mean, last year we had, we had a pretty good team presence there. We had lots of kids this year and it's, it's always the best time. So like this year in Ohio, I, I call it the water wars. So the first night there where we were there, we stayed on site camping for the first time. We rented a camper. we had somebody pull a camper in and we were just cruising around. Like, you know, me and my teammates on the golf cart and we got, we passed some of these other kids on a golf cart. And they threw water balloons at us and they had water guns. <laughs> so we're like, okay, so this is the kind of stuff that goes on after the shooting's done. Got it. So the next day went to Walmart, bought some water guns, got some water of balloons. course. You know, did the whole shenanigans that night of spraying people with the water guns, throwing the water balloons at them. I mean, like the whole STTP in Carolina Clay is like the whole environment, all of the people are so nice, so friendly, so fun loving. And
0: I mean, it's it's just great. It's nice. It's, it's good fun. Like, yeah. And it sounds like everybody's very welcoming. So for, for our listeners um, that are either, well, first off, what's, what's the age range so that if somebody is listening that's in that age range or has a child in that age range, they can kind of look into it and how do they find out about it?
2: So I looked up the age range the other day, cause I was doing some kind of school assignment for it. And I believe, I, don't quote me on this directly, but I want to say the website says any child who is deemed responsible to handle a firearm safely is allowed to join a clay team, like a CTP team. But in okay. the end, it's up to the coach if the kid is allowed to join or not. Um, but to find a local team near you, if you go to mysctp.com, I believe, or just Google mysctp, they have a find a team. Like search bar and you can plug in where you live and it'll pop up with teams
0: closest to you. Oh, that's too cool. So that's my sctp.com, my.com.com. Okay. Maybe we'll get Riley to put that up when we post this um, and make sure people have access to that. Cause I know that I've had a couple people contact me and say, Do you do you coach an SCTP team? Do you know where there's one at? And I mean, it sounds horrible, but I'm so busy with all of the things that we have going on at VSS that I have not um, dedicated a, a portion of time to get that done. But it is something that we do need to get, get done. So Riley and I will, will get on that, at least get the ball rolling. And then do you age out of that, I assume? So I believe they have they have the high school level. So they have,
2: I'll list off the different categories I want to say. So you have was it you have rookie, you have intermediate entry, intermediate advanced. Then I want to say you have junior varsity and then you have senior varsity or just varsity. Okay. Um, and that's the high school level, but college college teams also have like they can also be affiliated with SCTP. So oh, they really? have separate yeah, they'll have collegiate awards too at some of the schools okay. that you go to.
0: Yep. So you're only 16 now and, um, looking towards colleges, I'm sure you've started thumbing through, does anybody actually send out catalogs anymore? I sound so dated.
2: Um, but but there (laughs) is a cool resource that I found it's college shooting sports, recruiting.com. Really? Yeah. You pay for a profile. You put in your bio information about you stats, like, you know, some of your career highlights. And college coaches will look through that and find you and contact you. Like I recently had somebody from, um, want to say it was, I think it was Hillsdale college that it was that reached out to me through that in Michigan. And we actually met with the coach at nationals and they seem like they have a great team, but yeah.
0: And he, it, I was going to say, you know, David's down there at University of Florida. I think he's still down there. I'm sure Jeff is probably yes, like Jacksonville head yes. South, head South Sam, but there's, there's scholarship exactly right. money involved. Yes. People don't realize there is, and Jeff has had, um, I know of, of one young man that went on scholarship down there. I, I don't know how many he's put in there, but I mean, it's a huge chunk of money. Yeah.
2: They, there's it, a lot of schools that, that'll give a hefty amount for for shooting because a lot of times they're with the athletic department and able to hand out scholarships.
0: Oh, nice. Yeah. So not just for the football and basketball guys mm-hmm. and girls, but certainly get it on the shooting, um, yes. which is absolutely fantastic. So, well, let me ask you this. Um, since you are just 16 and female, obviously, <laughs> <laughs> have, have you noticed anything? I mean, it sounds like as far as your teammates go, super welcoming, no big deal. But, um, you know, Riley and I both can share our own stories, you know, like, oh, are you here with your dad? Is he shooting today? Or, oh, your husband must really enjoy hunting. I'm like, mm, actually, he's carrying the birds because I'm the one that's shooting. <laughs> 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 have you ever had to fight those kind of fun stereotypes? So
2: I haven't really encountered anything like very specific of like oh your girl you can't shoot whatever. I mean, there's right. been times where I've been, I want to say looked over a little bit, like not really paid attention to as much. But I mean, yeah, at the end of the day, more. like you'll be paying attention to me when you see you're being beat by a 16 year old girl named Samantha McIntyre, and you see that on the yep. score sheet. So, I mean, I I could I really think shooting is cool because it's a sport where anybody can be as good, if not better than anybody else. It doesn't matter if you're a guy or girl, if you have some kind of disability, you're essentially equal. Like everybody- It's an equalizer. Yeah. If you're willing to put in the time and the effort, you can be as good as somebody in the Olympics, you know? Well, but speaking
0: speaking of being good, I mean, I consider you just absolutely off the charts. I want you to brag a little bit, hit, hit some of your, and you can just brag about just this year's accomplishments because goodness knows I've seen the bling bling coming across mom and dad's Facebook feed. But, um, tell us about just, just this past year, what have you been able to bring home and, in, in honors?
2: Oh goodness. So at nationals, <laughs> <laughs> I, I won, what was it? ladies varsity third place and double strap i i missed first place by one bird i shot a 184 out oh. a 200 oh. winner had a 185 and i lost second place in a runoff so right but you know i'm i'm still tickled to death with that to be able to think that i'm being ranked with people across the nation and i'm in the top three like it's just it's mind-blowing to me so that's in the um, top
0: three for the nation that that's, was
2: ladies varsity yes
0: yeah wow and yeah you, do you have any clue how many other shooters were in that category oh goodness I want
1: to
2: say it was over 100 oh wow that's cool.
1: wow that's amazing
2: yeah the but the, the um singles trap I also I was I was close I came in I want to say I think it was six okay but it was like it was multiple of us that were tied with a 186 because I shot a 98 the first day and then a 98 the second day And first place had like a 199 or something crazy like that. So I mean, it's trap. You're if you're gonna you're gonna miss by like one or two, that's fine. I mean, I was still I was very happy with my score and like just to be able to shoot like like that under that pressure in the nationals. um, But yeah, to not win a medal that was that was no big deal. I had fun. That was what matters. And that's I
0: mean that's absolutely incredible. We're talking a difference of you know four or five plays. Yeah. So it's it's not like oh, top prize went to somebody that shot X Y Z, and then Sam was like twenty seven clays off. No, Sam Sam was super tight on your heels. So and then (laughs) locally here in Virginia, what what honors have you brought home in Virginia? So this past, I want to say it was over the July Fourth
2: weekend was the Virginia State Trap Shoot. Yeah, I was absolutely blown. Like I shot from Wednesday to Sunday, all eleven events. I took home something, and I want to say nine or ten out of the eleven events. But I remember I was my mom was trying to leave. She was hungry. She she wanted to go, and I didn't blame her. We've been there for a week, but we were waiting around for the high overall results because my goal was to get high overall junior. Like that, that was what I was shooting for. And I remember, literally, I was just I was so excited. I saw I saw the man come out with the paper, and he put it on the scoreboard. I ran over to that board and I looked and I looked over by junior and I was like my name's not there man but then oh. I look up and I see over high overall champion and my name was at the top right there I was so I was so excited that was just it was insane to think about high overall champion like that's that's a heavy
0: title that's a very heavy title i mean some some people not may not realize exactly what it takes to shoot at that level um i mean just the fact that you were able to maintain that mental game focus that long that many days yes. that number of birds and that's that's something that i know that um you know m- my mentor as well as your mentor tom femorello has just i mean tom has an amazing mental game clinic um, yes. And he, I've actually um stolen some of his training techniques and it's really incredible to see when you put them into use where people fall apart, where they thought that they were so strong in their game and just something as simple as sneezing behind them. And they, yep. they kind of turn around, like, what are you, what are you doing? I'm like, Well, I could be the loud talker guy. I could be the sneezy coffee guy. I could be the, you know, person with their super loud side by side with the air conditioning (laughs) on him that refuses to cut it off, even though I know that you're in the box and competing and shooting. There's always that one. Yeah. (laughs) Oh God, yes. Especially there's one guy lately that's been going around with his radio on. Mm. I'm kind of like uh, Not distracting at all. Yeah. Come on. But I'll give um, you an
2: example at National shooting singles trap. My gun wouldn't close right. Like I was just I was closing it too slow and it kind of did that half click. That, yeah. that was one of the birds that I missed out of the four. Cause I just I I got out of it mentally and I was like, oh well, there goes one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what are what are you doing? What does Tom have you doing? Anything specific to help you build that mental game? Because the skill set is there. I mean, let's be honest. The mechanics of your shooting are absolutely, I mean, I'm not going to say bulletproof because we, we can always make mistakes here and there, but when it comes to your mechanics and your skill set, you are on par. Um, It's always that mental game, you know, maybe we don't feel quite up to shooting that day. Maybe it's raining and we're a little, you know, salty about the fact that it's raining and we wanted 72 and slightly breezy and a little overcast. You know, what, what are you doing to help you with your mental game? So you keep that competitive edge.
2: So a lot of it is, is when I get stressed, he, he told me, um, you know, just breathe like breathing helps focusing on your breath. Like if you get nervous, it happens. Yeah. Just like deep breathing, just relaxing in and out focusing on that. I mean, it'll take your mind away from the stress. And obviously you have to eventually transition back to focusing on the bird that you're going to shoot. But in the meantime, when you're stressed and nervous, just breathing helps so much. Personally, I use blocker words, especially in trap. So I'll say blocker words. Okay. I know for me personally, I tend to get distracted very easily. Like my (laughs) mind, like I'll be up there on the trap line. La 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 la. What am I going to have for dinner tonight? And then I realize, Oh my God, I kid after my own heart. (laughs) I mean, I'm shooting. I need to be focusing on this bird, not the food that I'm going to be uh, eating tacos.
0: Right yeah.
2: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so these words that you recite mentally, because your, your conscious mind can only focus on one thing at a time. Right. And instead of focusing on think overthinking the bird and going, Oh my God, I need to break this bird. Or like, if I miss, I'm going to be out of it for the win, something crazy like that. You say these words over and over again, and it pushes out. The worries or the other thoughts in your mind, and helps you focus on what you're trying to do. So personally, my phrase is "with the bird orange." So with the bird, I say because I tend to be very quick. Being quick is like
0: yeah, I know that. I don't know. <laughs> yeah,
2: that's that's my thing. I it, it'll be the death of me, but yep. I say that to kind of remind myself to be smooth, be with the bird. It's kind of just like one flow. And then orange, Jeff Allen taught me that one. He was like, you know, you say orange and that's the last thing you say mentally. So that's the last thing your mind thought of. So when you see that bird and it's orange, your mind goes, oh, orange. I was just thinking about orange. That's orange. So that's what you're focusing on.
0: What a great trick. All right. um, Thank you, Jeff Allen. I am snatching that one.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's perfect. That that we have. And it's essentially the same thing. You say like one arrow, 10 X and It's a one bird, one arrow competition, essentially, because that's what's going to make or break you. And same with your orange, the 10X is the last thing you're going to see. So I didn't know it was called a blocker word, but we use the same things in Cleveland. I I didn't either. I love that. Yeah. And one of our our trap shooting
2: friends, Darlene Rayford, she says, it is like me to destroy this bird. And I like that one too, because that's, that's very, it's confidence boosting.
0: I love that.
1: What are some of the other things that you use to have a successful day on the competition range? Like I always eat a banana before I shoot. It's just ritual. Do you have any rituals like that besides your mental game? So I don't, I don't want to say I have many rituals,
2: but I cannot, like, I, I cannot shoot without my hat. So King William 4-H shooting sports hat. I've had it since we did our very first shirt order for our 4-H team. I mean, like the very beginning of me shooting just, pre even shotgun. I remember I was so excited like I was looking in the tub and I was like, "Oh my god, oh my god. There was one left that was like kind of like green yellowish color and I was like, "Oh, that matches with the clover, you know me, obsessed with matching things." So I grabbed it and ever since then every time I shot, I've been wearing it. And I, it's it is filthy. I will admit it is borderline disgusting biohazard. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't it doesn't smell or anything, but the amount of like sweat and dirt caked in that thing. <laughs> But I like, I like to joke that the sweat is like my knowledge being absorbed into the hat. So when I'm shooting and I sweat, it's like the knowledge absorbing. So that way when I have my hat, it's always with me.
0: So it's funny you mentioned that Sam, because I have, um, you know, tons of pictures of you shooting at, you know, the Beretta demo day. You've been to a couple of the Siren user Garini demo days, not to mm-hmm. mention just events throughout the, the past couple of years with me. And I never paid attention to it, but yeah, you, that hat is on your head every time you're shooting. Yes, yeah, right. the hat, Riley, the headband. You might have to post a picture of her in the hat. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, the headband too. It's things like a head, headbands of hope is what it is. It's like some kind of charity headband place. I don't know. I just kind of found it digging around one day. I'm like, oh, you know, that's nice. You know, keep the flyaways tucked in the hat. And recently, American Flag like, hey dudes, I've been wearing those. So they've brought me luck, and they're super comfortable. So. I just bought my just first pair of, of Hey
0: Dudes. Yes. I love they're, them. Almost, like killed cloud. I say, I almost killed Kai. I was going to say, almost killed Kai because I found him walking up the hallway with one in his mouth. Um, mm. Yeah, he's a <laughs> rotten puppy. They're in their kennel <laughs> sulking right now because they're trying to help us with this interview. Oh, uh, gotcha. I had to wrangle that. <laughs> <laughs>
2: but yeah, um, I have... Pila shooting glasses, the Panther X sixes. Those are, those are great. The lenses help make the target pop, obviously with any colored lenses, like uh, Rangers or anything else. I've got my earplugs. Oh, That's what that is. Yep. Earplugs. Yep. They're um, rechargeable Bluetooth. So they come in there. It's like AirPods, but shooting version. So they come in their own little case. You just plug in the case it charges and then like, you know, out on the range, you take them out, pop them in the case. They'll recharge, but they hold a great battery life. Um, like I said, they're Bluetooth. So like when I'm out there shooting in a competition, 99% of the time I'm out there jamming to some kind of music, not so much in practice, but music is another thing mentally that helps me focus.
0: What, what's the music that you like to listen to?
2: You know, it's honestly a variety of whatever it used to be like, you know, when I was trying to relax it would be classical music sometimes really? I kind of I kind of go there again because it's it's just calming like it helps you relax get into the zone um recently it's just been kind of like any song that's got like a good beat that's like upbeat and happy but doesn't really have words necessarily because I'll find myself singing the words and then not paying attention to shooting where it's just the music right. I'll just be listening and enjoying but if it's like double trap, is a big thing I like to get some kind of tunes to pump me up for that. So like Fergalicious, ACDC, something to pump you up.
0: That's awesome. (laughs) Nice. That's so
1: funny. So when you're traveling, you take all of those with you. How far have you traveled for your competitions?
2: So the farthest, I don't know, the farthest has either been up to Poughkeepsie, New York to see Tom, I've been to the Cardinal Center in Ohio. Yes, yes. And then I've been to um, as far south as Savannah, Georgia, at Forest City for regionals in 2020.
1: That's awesome. Have any of your experiences traveling and being on the Carolina Clays or any of your other teams influenced your future goals or aspirations in any ways?
2: So, like I said before, like, shooting was never something I really considered – competitively doing like I remember when I was little my dad going like and 4-H being like oh you could like you know do this competitively like travel and stuff and me being like no I'm good I don't really want to do that and then like I said got addicted to here it here you are <laughs> here we are but um, college is is a big thing I never really thought about being able to get a scholarship and shoot in college so being able to shoot for a college team is something that I would absolutely love to do and Tom has actually inspired me to have, like, I'm thinking of being a sports psychologist, like,
0: helping I was going to ask you if you had an yeah. idea what you wanted to do. Yep.
2: Yeah. So helping athletes better mentally train themselves is something that I would absolutely love to do. Like, I love helping people and the mental part of the game personally is the most fascinating part to me. Like, I just, I love that type of stuff. Um, so definitely career choices, definitely school choices, but yeah.
0: You- are you looking at any schools in particular right now? Or are you kind of just So anybody out?
2: I'm kind of just kind of just looking around, but I have, like I said, I spoke to the Hillsdale coach, uh, coach Hintz huh. and Nationals. I talked to the Jacksonville coach, David Dobson, Jacksonville yeah. University up there. Um, Montreat, uh, Montreat college in North Carolina. It's in Asheville, I believe I've talked to their coach. Oh, what a gorgeous! Gordon. I'd go there just yeah. for the scenery. <laughs> they do have a beautiful campus, I've heard. And the William Penn coach has reached out to me as well. So but huh. we'll we'll definitely continue looking around. I'll start scheduling some visits in the spring. So
0: any chance maybe like big school like Texas or
2: maybe, but I don't know. It's I, I don't want to go to a huge school because I'm I'm from such a small area, like King Williams, very small as it is. I feel like I'd be really overwhelmed like in a lecture hall with like 200 other people that I don't know. That's like the size of my graduating class, maybe even bigger. So definitely small school though.
0: Nice. Well, and with what the degree is, it looks like you're traveling or kind of gravitating towards, it's probably gonna be a smaller school that's a little bit more boutique that offers you that um, that full curriculum that you're looking for with that particular um that major
2: yes because as, as much as I love shooting education is definitely going to come first because you know some something might happen and I might not be able to shoot anymore heaven forbid or you know I kind of right. I do need to have a career like I saw this thing the other day and it was like to make a million dollars in shooting you have to start with two million So
0: (laughs) we say that about horse racing, you know, you want to make a million dollars in horse racing, start with five. Yep, (laughs) You'll be down to a million in no time. Mm -hmm. I'm sure. Well, um, so what, tell everybody what you're shooting right now, as far as what kind of shotgun and the million dollar question, if you could have any shotgun out there, the money is not an object. What would it be? So, what are you shooting now? And dad and mom look at you and say, "The sky's the limit." What are you bringing home for the gun safe?
2: Oh my goodness! So right now I'm shooting a Beretta Silver Pigeon 686 12 gauge. Love her to death. She's been the best gun. Knock on wood. But like I've I've had the best time with her. Yeah, and she's served me very well. Yes, for the I feel I feel like it's been three years maybe over three years that I've yeah, so now. So you- I remember I had her when we went to North Carolina I've been on the job yep. for three years so yeah over three years now but she's been great like I've only had to replace again knock on wood <laughs> don't want to jinx anything but I, I only had to replace a firing pin that had a chip in it and then the metal on the receiver was actually hitting the wood and causing it to push out a little bit but I, we took it up to Lawrence Polinski and he fixed it and I mean oh it- Lawrence <laughs> is
0: amazing yeah. yeah
2: he's incredible incredible very thankful to have him be on top of our guns and stuff but goodness for a gun that I would love to have see I I've shot k-80s yeah, I really like that yep yes yep k-guns uh love that I have shot the Greeny summit trap special that's yeah. another it's another really good one if we're talking about trap but honestly i we've been talking about maybe looking at a new gun because we've Uh, we've been thinking you know it's time to i figured you were getting ready to
0: to graduate quote unquote yes graduate there you go that's a good word for it
2: but yeah i'm gonna say either k-80 or summit trap special for trap i haven't really looked at any kind of guns thinking of like you know sporting clays and ski i might just Keep the Beretta for skeet, but I, I am shooting the Aparazi for sporting clays. So
0: now like got a lot. I was gonna say, did Mister Fimarello have something to do with that? He
2: did. He did. <laughs> That's a pretty Perazzi sweet man. gun, isn't it? Yes, it is. A it is a great gun. I love it. Um, but yeah, goodness, it's it's a hard decision. It really is. It really is. And I mean, I've shot a, a bunch of different things, but it's just like the commitment of buying a new gun and i mean there's there's so much to think about like is it gonna is it gonna break on me is it reliable can it shoot right like, can it stand shooting as much as i shoot does it bite me in the face does it fit well there's so many different things that go into it that we just need to factor it all in and i guess make up our mind but for now absolutely love the burretto
0: i think you just need to just throw down the gauntlet and get an invictus but that's just me talking about <laughs> I think you need a million round gun, like the Invictus you know, three, that's a pretty sweet.
2: <laughs> if there's any company out there that would be willing you, to give a gun. I might work with them on that one. <laughs> I was gonna
0: say, we might have to put a word in and, and see what we can do to make sure that you're holding something from Garini or Siren. Cause they've they've got um, quite a few, few girls um, actually around your age as well that are competing and, and out there and- okay you know, rocking the gear, we might just have to see what we can do to put in the purple and black.
2: Happily, you know, wear a shirt with the gun's name on it, post about him on social media. I have absolutely nothing but nice things to say about him, you know.
0: Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. Well, Riley, do you have any other questions for Sam as we kind of wrap up a little
1: bit here? Being that you love the mental game, What would your words of wisdom be to anybody listening today?
0: Great question.
1: Oh, goodness. Well, if it's somebody who's thinking
2: about getting involved in the shooting community, shooting sports in general, words of wisdom are to just go out and do it. Like the people are the most friendly you will ever come across. They're doing, like, they're more than willing to help you with any problem that you might have. I mean, it might be as, as my, my coach Jeff says, you know, front porch advice that might not be <laughs> the most, um, most reliable advice. They're still, they, most of them have hearts of gold and are more than willing to help. I've only come across a very like small handful of people who are, you know,
0: not Maybe the, could do without. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. But, um, like I said, everybody is so great. Just find find a club near you, do some research, ask around, Google some stuff, find a club, just get out there. You don't have to have the most fancy gear. You don't have to have the, the most new and newfangled gun or equipment. Just go out there and try it. I mean, there's, don't get frustrated with it either because shooting is something that takes time. It's like my dad says, you're not gonna wake up one morning and automatically be good at something. It, it takes practice, it takes effort and dedication. So just go out there and try, like do your best. And the most important part is have fun because if you're doing this and at the end of the day, you're not having fun, there's no point in doing it. Like it's why make yourself do something that you're going to dread every day. So have fun with it go out and try and just,
0: yeah. <laughs> I, think, <laughs> I think that's what has led you down a path of so much great success, Sam, is You've got such a wonderful, supportive family. You've had, you know, access to f- just absolutely phenomenal coaches and teammates and and members. And you really, truly eat, sleep, and breathe clay. Now, big yes. question. Um, I know it's like a bazillion degrees outside right now. We're all sitting around waiting for a thunderstorm to roll through here shortly. Um, but hunt season is just over a month away so mm-hmm. are you more excited for dove duck goose or upland i'm gonna say dove
2: i i yes. love a good Dove. <laughs> hunt. love a good dove hunt um recently entered the um what was it american jake um giveaway their muddy boots oh. giveaway for a free dove hunt you know there any any has a great program going
0: I was gonna say, are you doing stuff with Annie and we, we went to the, um, the old forge shoot that they had. It was, it was a while back though, but it was like, it
2: was 50 targets. She has a great, like her dedication is so amazing. amazing? She's incredible. I listened to to y'all's podcast with her the other day and I was like the passion that she has for this and just her boldness. Like, I feel like that's something that I couldn't do is just to have the guts to go out there and be like, hey, you know, you should help us,
0: and I just, yeah. I don't know, I'm a shy person still, so, she's, and she's so genuine, that's, she really that's the is, thing. she was so, so if, nice, so sweet, if, if you have a chance, I can say, um, you know, her dad, Castle, is just a dove fanatic, um, yeah, so definitely try and try and get out there for, for their dove club, and, um, yeah. you know, hopefully she'll be doing something with American Jake out there for a dove club, but that's that's awesome. I love to hear that you love dove because that's that's my craft. Yes, dove,
2: <laughs> I, I do like duck hunting is fun as well. You know, my my, my dad's a waterfowl man at heart. He loves yep. some duck hunting. But I, I have recently taken a liking into um, hunting in the pit blind for geese. So, oh, nice.
0: Yeah, yeah. Nice. Perfect. Well, Sam, thank you so much for your time and for our listeners out there. Definitely the next time you are at a big time competition, make sure you're looking down that roster list. Um, It shouldn't be but a minute or two before you see Sam McIntyre because it'll be (laughs) towards the top Um, or perhaps out in a duck blind or something, look around, you see those ducks dropping, it's Sam. (laughs) (laughs) But Sam, thank you so much for joining Riley and I today. We have absolutely enjoyed the chance to chat with you and we will definitely get up a, few things for other kids that would love to get involved with 4-8 shooting and SETP to make sure that we can help them navigate easier to find somewhere to go to shoot on a fantastic team. But but thank you so much. Tell mom and dad hi. Yes, of course. Thank you all. Absolutely. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Winged Wisdom. If you would like to send in audio messages or questions for future episodes, please follow the message button on our homepage or the link in the feature description. Riley and I would like to thank Sam McIntyre for joining us today and sitting down and sharing with us about being 16 and lighting the world on fire on the clay course. Definitely join us next week as Riley and I chat with Michael Patello, who many of you will recognize from Green Top Sporting Goods. Mike started out being invited to a Wednesday night skeet league, went over, shot, and boom, he was hooked. He enjoyed shooting moving targets and loved being in the outdoors so much, he actually acquired his own GSP and a Chesapeake. He traveled and spent many days shooting waterfowl and upland birds. He's enjoyed great success on clays and even offers his instruction and guidance to new shooters. Mike has competed in the U.S. Open this year and several other big tournaments. Sit down with us as we chat with him about what it takes to be successful at that level of competition as well as pick his brain about the shotgun selection available at Greentop Sporting Goods. Please follow Winged Wisdom each week for shooting tips and tricks and to see what's flying.